I've got one! Hi, I'm Ollie Double. I'm a lecturer in drama at the University of Kent. And this is the Proper Job Gradcast, in which we explore how a degree in drama can lead to all kinds of exciting jobs in the creative arts. This podcast will be of interest to you if you're thinking of studying drama at the University of Kent, or you're currently studying drama at the University of Kent, or you're just interested in stuff. In each episode, I interview a Kent drama graduate working in the arts, and I'm delighted to say that in this episode, it's Faith Austin, the production manager of the Half Moon Theatre London, and we'll cut to that interview right now. First of all, who are you and when did you graduate? Uh, So my name is Faith Austin, um, and I graduated in 2013. Wow, that's a long time ago now. Yeah, six years. Six years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so, so okay. So, so that's you've you've come quite a long way since then. So, t- mm. tell me about now where you are now. So now I am the technical production manager at the Half Moon Theatre in London. Right. And how long have you been working there? I've only been there a few months. Actually, I started in August this year. Okay, so August twenty nineteen. Yeah. Wow, and I mean the Half Moon is is a legendary venue mm. yeah so so join I mean for people who might not know t- tell us a little bit about the half moon okay so half moon theater was actually established 30 years ago it's our 30 30th birthday next year um and it started off a half moon theater and then became a half moon young people's theater and we've managed to get back the just the half moon theater name in the last few years um so we specialize uh, in theatre for young people ranging from babies all the way up to 25 and the re- the older section of that is mainly for young people with um, access needs. Okay. So we mainly do shows, for example, we produce sh- two shows a year, one for a teenage audience um, ranging up to 18 um, from about 13, 14 and then we do one later in the year, uh, so we'll do one in the summer, which is for about three to seven-year-olds. So yeah, that's kind of what we do. But we're also receiving house as well. So we have um, a very, very diverse range of shows that come in for young people. And again, that can be from babies. So we've literally just had a show for babies called Glisten, which is a Half Moon Presents show. So what we do as well, not only just taking on shows, we sometimes help uh, new companies produce shows. So I production manage a lot of um, new companies' shows and performances. So Glisten is one of those. So we help do the lighting design. We Our director at Half Moon, Chris Elwell, he actually goes in and supports the directors as well. And then I will talk to all the venues that they're touring to on their behalf and make sure that they know what the show is and what's coming to their venue and help troubleshoot any problems that might happen with the show that's coming in. So, um, yeah, we do a lot of stuff. That's so <laughs> interesting. Great. That's so interesting. Mm. So, I mean, Theatre for Babies, that blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and so, so, am I right then in thinking that there are three categories of show mm-hmm. there's the actual half moon productions mm-hmm. there's the ones that you're 
a receiving house for. Yeah. And then there's ones where it's Half Moon Presents, which is what you just described, where yeah. you kind of facilitate a, another company to make a piece of work. Yeah. Which appears at the Half Moon and then elsewhere. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm. And so, so tell me about your work at the Half. I mean, you're. I mean, you've talked a bit about what you do as a as a, as a production manager there. But mm-hmm. what? what t- tell me what kinds of things. You know, what's what's your day like at the Half Moon? Oh, well, it can vary. So not only do we have the shows, but we also run eight youth theatres. Eight. Eight. Is that too many? <laughs> no, it's amazing. I mean, we've just had the so they uh, run throughout the term, and at the end of the term, they have a show. Um, so my day to day could be helping out the youth theatre and setting up for their youth theatre, um, and then we've actually this week uh, gone just had their youth theatre presentations that we call. So they um, do their performances and they invite their parents to come see them, and <laughs> uh, and it's great because we that ranges from the four year olds. <laughs> Um, who, you know, can't sit still while their parents come in and they're sitting there waving, going, hey, mum! <laughs> <laughs> um, and get super excited, um, ranging all the way up to 16-year-olds. Um, and it's absolutely amazing, the kind of work that they create. And so I do a tech session with all of them and get them to say their lines really clearly and explain to them what happens in a technical rehearsal. And then we do a dress rehearsal and then we do a performance all in the space of about two hours, um, which is absolutely insane, but really good fun. Um, uh, And I also a lot of the time have to build their sets for them. So um, they decide what they want. And I go away and make it in a couple of hours sometimes, which is really, really fun. Um, and we also do other schemes like careers in theatre, where we get various schools from the borough of Tower Hamlets, yeah. which is where uh, Half Moon Theatre is based. And we can have two or three schools, about 30 children from each, um, in kind of years 9, 10 and 11. And they come in for a day and they hear an extract of a show and then they go away and they design it um make it tech it and perform it all in one day and they are separated into different disciplines so they are separated into lighting sound stage management acting and design and they all create one show together and they have to run their own production meetings and everything Um, So I kind of facilitate that. So we get tutors in for each of the disciplines and I kind of run around (laughs) all of the disciplines to see what's going on and make sure that their show that's coming together is just one performance. Yes. So my days are very, very varied. Other days it could literally be writing a risk assessment for a youth theatre programme that we're taking into a school. It could be... Um, designing for a Half Moon Present show because they haven't got a designer necessarily so they'll ask me to design a show so I could be working on that. Um, We also produce two shows a year as I said earlier um, and I will do the lighting design or sometimes the design actually on that Um, which I did for a show that's just finished touring called Crowded and yeah so I have so many responsibilities and it's so varied. It's absolutely amazing. And it sounds incredibly stimulating. I mean, you seem like really stoked about it all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I toured to the Half Moon. So before I was working there, I I toured with a lot of young people's organisations like Little Angel Theatre and organisations like that. And I'd been to the Half Moon Theatre a couple of times and every time I went there, it was just such an awesome experience. 
and everyone was so lovely that when I saw that you know they were hiring for a technical production manager I just jumped on it because I've I really enjoyed my time there so yeah (laughs) you said that you've been involved in this I mean this is before we started um recording the interview but you said that you've been involved in a production that's just um had some exciting news. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Crowded, which we produced um, in collaboration with Apples and Snakes. Um, Apples and Snakes being the great sort of live poetry organisation. Yeah. Uh, we uh, just got nominated for that show for an offie. Right. Um, and for those who don't know. Uh, off, off West End um, Awards. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely so incredible. it's sort of like an OB, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of same sort of idea. Like yeah. Instead of off Broadway, it's off West End. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're in the young people's category, so the teenage show category, because um, that show was for 14 to 18-year-olds, well, 14 up, basically. You could still enjoy it as an adult. It was such a great show. It was three poets, so they weren't actors, which was a very, very different experience, um, production managing a show like that, because obviously they don't work in the same way as actors do. It was, but it was amazing. They were great and up for everything. And so we, um, we worked with an amazing dramaturg, um, who wove everything together to make it an actual show. So they all went away. They wrote fifteen minutes each of monologue, essentially. And this this all started before I actually started at Half Moon. It was for the Spine Festival, right. which tours libraries in London, okay. and it had a theme last year, which was. Um, mental well-being right so that was the theme of it so they all had to write 15 minutes around that and then the dramaturg just kind of helped plat it together basically um so that's what the show was and it was set at a festival um so i designed the set and the lighting for that show um, that's so, so yeah. cool yeah it was really cool it was great and yeah they they really enjoyed the tour so that was good Great. I mean, this is also exciting. So my question is really, because this podcast is partly about how you go out and get exciting, interesting, stimulating work, having done a degree in drama at Kent. Mm-hmm. So my, my next question is, how did you get from graduating in 2013 to where you are now? What was that process? Um, so I actually worked at the University of Kent for a little while. Um, and alongside that, I was doing a lot of freelance work. So while I was actually studying... Um, I was kind of, from what I was doing in my degree, I started kind of looking into work I could do. So um, I was working with a local comedy club and kind of got into uh, working with them um, and through them started doing more kind of production management stuff um, and I befriended the technicians that um, I met along the way who kind of helped me learn what I wanted to learn and kind of build on the skills that I was learning in my degree. And so I kind of made those contacts as I was doing my degree. And while I was working here as well, I was um, going and working with comedians on their tours as well, um, taking holiday to go and work. Um, And then after that, I just... I basically just kind of kept putting my name out there and kept working on little things so that people knew my name and I just slowly started being recommended for more and more work and that's kind of where it all came from. So then I went out and I did a lot of freelancing when I left here. So I worked with, as I said, Little Angel Theatre, mm-hmm. um, who are a children's puppetry theatre. 
um, and I toured with them a few times. I worked with more comedians like Omid Jalili and Pam Ann, which was absolutely incredible, and Nick Helm as well. That was great. Um, I worked on loads of festivals, <laughs> like uh, Latitude, stage managed a lot of uh, stage at Latitude and uh, Lost Village Festival and Truck Festival, which was great. And yeah, just kind of just took every opportunity I could and just got my name out there essentially and applied for everything I could. Um, that's essentially what I did. I just wanted to do what I enjoyed and so just went for it. So it's, it's, that's really interesting because it seems to me that then what you've done is you've taken advantage of opportunities. Mm. Um, you have um, had a very positive outlook and sort of taken risks in a way you're like oh, let, let's put myself out there and see what happens yeah so that's been important as well yeah uh, and and gradually built a network mm. of people that you know that, that can recommend you through gaining experience yeah. and that kind of thing yeah that's really cool you've sort of started answering this next question <laughs> already but what I wanted to ask you is specifically how did studying drama at Kent help you to get where you are now? I mean, what, what did you get from doing the degree that then facilitated that, that journey from graduating to where you are now? I mean, just the, the staff here were amazing um, and so supportive of kind of what I wanted to do. So I, um, I learnt so much about kind of you know I learned a lot through the modules that I was doing but I was always kind of interested in the backstage of theatre so whatever module I was doing I would always kind of get involved with the backstage yeah. stuff you know I mean you taught me on popular performance yes. and we needed production managers so I opted to be the production manager and you that. were amazing <laughs> thanks I, no seriously I mean you know it, that, that we still do that module it's it's a bit less technical at the moment mm. Because we were doing a project on variety theatre, which required yeah. quite a lot of sort of technical stuff. Yeah. Whereas now we're doing projects on alternative cabaret, so it's much more sort of low tech approach. But then again, I mean, you've done that in your work as well. Mm. I mean, doing comedians, doing poetry, and so yeah. on. Um, but but when when it was more demanding technically, it was really important to have a good student um, looking after coordinating the lighting, the sound, the set. Uh, you know, the get-ins, the, mm. the the tech address, all of that stuff. And uh, and I just remember you being completely on it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't need to worry about a thing. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of, you know, and I, I made sure as well that the, the modules that I was picking weren't just, you know, to facilitate necessarily what I wanted to do when I left junior, but were also things that I was going to enjoy and that I would find stimulating because you, you kind of, I, I, for example, I, I'm not necessarily a performer. Yes. Um, I would never, and I've, I've never really been interested in being an actor, which I think is very strange for someone doing a drama degree. <laughs> um, but very strange, but not unique. No. I mean, people do come here with a range of interests. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but it. I, I always took myself out of my comfort zone because I wanted to challenge myself. And, for example, when I took proper performance, that took me massively out of my comfort zone. And I learned so much about stage presence and things like that, which has massively helped me in what I'm doing. Because when I have to stand there as a production manager and talk to people on their level, it's it's just so important to have an understanding of what everyone does in that room. 
and even when I did um, performing classical texts, yes. for example, that's in there was no technical aspect in that whatsoever. Um, but I did it because I thought, you know what, I don't know a lot about performing Shakespeare. I know a lot about reading it and analysing it, but I don't know a lot about it as a performer. And it made such a difference for, you know, when I went in to do something. Uh, I, I don't know if you want me to say shit face Shakespeare. Um, <laughs> But um, I worked on one of their shows just on the off chance because um, Leicester Square Theatre needed needed a technician that day. Uh, in case people don't know, shit face Shakespeare is a thing. Yes, it it's is. A it's a professional not, company. Yeah. <laughs> um, who basically get drunk on stage. But there's still the iambic pentameter and there's still a music and rhythm to it. And it's really hard to op that show if you don't understand operate sorry operate that show if you don't understand the iambic pentameter because there is a rhythm to it so you have to know when to do the lighting cues with the iambic pentameter which is really strange so actually even though I you know I didn't go on to be a performer there's so much that I took from those modules into what I do so yeah like the my degree massively molded the skills that I have and even to this day, I you know I recently worked on um, the border with by with Theatre Centre, which yeah. was a Brechtian parable. Yes. And um, the sound designer and the lighting designer were talking about oh what it's like to be working on a Brechtian parable, and weren't sure you know how to necessarily. Um, we were, basically we were talking about it over a cup of coffee, saying you know. Oh, uh, Brechtian parable, mm-hmm. and just throwing it out there. And I wrote my first year dissertation on Brecht, and it was absolutely fascinating to be involved in this conversation with these designers, even though, you know, I'm just the person that writes the risk assessments to them in their head, that I was able to actually converse and have a really in depth conversation with these designers about stuff because. I, I did those things at university and I actually absorbed a lot more than I'd realised. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I've got one more question, mm-hmm. which is this uh, podcast is called The Proper Job Gradcast. Right? <laughs> Great. <laughs> you, you can kind of guess why it's called Proper Job. And so my question is, what would you say to people who say that a drama degree won't lead to a proper job? Ah, oh, that that's silly. It's so silly. Um, I mean, I recently just did um, a thing... Uh, for local schools in London um, called uh, Creative Careers which was absolutely fantastic and that was for year nines and I had to stand there and say to them you know if you want a career in a creative industry do it because it it, it is a proper job it is a real job and it's so rewarding as well because I you know I've, I've spoken to people and it's uh, it sounds like a cliche but if you're you know, if you really love your job and you enjoy what you're doing, you'll never work a hard day's work in your life. And that mm. is true. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do get exhausted and I do say that I've had some hard days, but it's so rewarding. Yeah. Um, and it's just so much fun and you meet so many amazing people in this line of work. Yeah. It's it's just incredible. And, I, I, you know, I've had days where I've gone, oh, you know, I've got so many health and safety qualifications, I should just become a health and safety officer um, because, you know, that, that would be considered a real job. And then I go, no, no, it wouldn't. Not to me. That's not yes. that's not a real job to me because yeah. I feel like I'm doing something that is really rewarding right now. And, I, yeah, I wouldn't change that. 
So thanks to Faith for that uh, episode. I, I really enjoyed talking to her. It was really lovely to see how kind of full of life she is and enthusiasm for her job at uh, the Half Moon. And um, yeah, it, 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 what, one of the things I think I would take away from that is is the extent to which her excitement, her enthusiasm and her determination to, to get involved with every opportunity while she was a student and then once she'd graduated has helped her to go from graduating in drama to a really exciting job. So that's it for the Proper Job Gradcast episode two. We'll be back with another one very soon. Got to, got to get a proper job.